0: school of rock that was, fun. that was one good track
1: had like six songs on there it's just all fire
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey welcome back welcome back season three episode two you
1: Let's go. know it
0: Welcome back, Season 3, Episode 2 of the Think Forward Podcast. I am your host, Abel Janelle, Executive Director of Project Think Forward, and I have my co-host here with me,
1: Cameron Dixon, Operations Director.
0: How you feeling today, my brother?
1: Hey, you know, I just finished a round of golf, uh, feeling really nice, played a good back nine, front nine was absolutely god-awful, but you know, I uh, don't even want to talk about that, oh, not, on the, not on the air, but it's, it's not important. Lower the numbers better, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. you uh,
0: we, par, we're in par the plus nine.
1: We're in the pluses. That's all right though. It's
0: okay. You want the guys from work? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, episode two, season three. I kinda wanna touch a little bit of base of I mean, first off, obviously some housekeeping. We have the podcast seminar coming up next week. Uh, Less than seven days in Avalon Park for the podcast seminar, How to Start a Podcast with Project Think Forward, and I will be your host there, so I hope to see you guys there. We also have a 5K run coming up July 4th, again, in Avalon Park. Hope to see you guys there. We have signups in our Instagram login, and we also haven't seen you guys' questions on Spotify. We will be getting to them sometime in the next few episodes, but it's a lot to kind of get to all at one time, so... Just know that we're seeing them and we're very busy, but we are going to, you know, learn time management and kind of get all that stuff kind of going. But um, to kind of, you know, talk back to you and see, how did you feel after that first episode of kind of hearing it back and
1: listening to it back? Uh, I was actually, I was pretty impressed. I felt like, you know, we, we hit a lot of hot topics. Um, we We made a lot of good points. And I think, you know, as we go on with these podcasts and we kind of feed off each other, we're just gonna get better and better, so I'm I'm really excited to you know get this season three, um, up and on the way. Season season three is gonna be it's gonna be a live season. I don't know if y'all listen to season one and season two, but it's things is about to be a little different.
0: That's awesome, uh, and we'll have some guests, you know, at some point too. You know, we'll have some call-ins, different therapists. You know, we'll get back to the scientific of it, but again, more so free-form convo, more so just again, kind of catching up, kind of seeing what's going on. And um, you know, kind of touching base. You know, end of another week here. This week, I really kind of because I've been more so feeling it. Uh, I really kind of wanted to talk about you know mental health and the work kind of stress life balance, and um, you know, kind of see where that would take us there. Just I mean, because you and I both have pretty high high intensity, high stress level jobs. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's a. I feel like it'd be a really good topic for us to kind of dive in on. But before we even do that, I do want to get sort of a pregnancy update from you because I know you're only a like a week away now, right? Yeah,
1: it's it's getting really close. So we just finished the uh, just finished the. I guess it's a nursery. I hate calling it a nursery because I feel like it's just a room, and he's not even going to sleep in there for the first couple of weeks. Um, for those of you who, you know, were thinking about or wondering about the name, we did decide on a name. So the name's going to be Caden Michael Dixon.
0: Just go ahead and give his whole government out there. It's all right. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. Let him get scammed before he can see me even <laughs> born. <laughs>
1: that's fine. He doesn't have a social yet, so we're good to go. That's
0: all right there. But, um, okay, well, that's awesome on the name, you know, decided. I know you guys were kind of thinking mm-hmm. about it for her. Couple I mean a couple months now, right? Yeah, I mean nine nine months actually. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um Yeah, and I and I love that you went with that name. You know, the other name was it was nice, but I'm I'm a fan of this one more.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were. And
0: at some point I do want to get into systemic Oppression and racism, not today, I just wanted to touch on that Where does that come from with the name? No, because, no, because, (laughs) it's not even funny, but I do want to get into that at some point Because, this is such a tangent, but I was uh, talking today actually to my uncle about uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it correctly I was talking today about, you know, in life people kind of get milestones And they kind of, you know, achieve certain things and whatnot. And um, you know, you, you kinda get underlying hate from people that will say things like, Hey yeah, man, I see you doing your thing, man, you know, like you're doing really good and whatnot. And eighty percent of the time they don't really mean what they're saying. They're it's it's more so of underlying hate, right? Yeah. But the reason why I come up with the oppression thing is that because that typically happens People like us who are minorities, so that's where that that kind of piggybacks from, kind yeah. of in that sort of sense. There,
1: and I'll tell you, the reason I didn't go with the other name uh, was actually some advice from my mom. I mean, she was going to be happy either way with whatever name we picked. It's our kid, you know. We got to raise it. We got to do whatever. But the other name was, you know, I don't want to say eccentric, but it was different. You don't ever hear that, you know, too often. So. Other than loving the name Caden, and we you know been set on that one for a long time, the other name was actually you know a top contender. But the reason I didn't go with that was because I'm thinking about his future. You know, going on job applications, different things like that. Right off the bat, you have a you know a different name. Believe it or not, employers they look at that, and it might mm-hmm. not be intentionally, but subliminally, they may get you know different impressions of a person before they even meet. Because him. that's how we're so, taught yeah. and. And exactly. And it, it's wrong, but at the end of the day, you know, that's how we live in society. So setting him up for success versus setting him up for, you know, immediate failure or just having a harder time was, you know, another reason that I went with the name. I didn't want him to have to explain himself or not like his name or mm-hmm. have to use his middle name or you know, I want him to enjoy because I love my name. My mom yeah. did a great job. I love your name. I mean Strong names, especially in, you know, the male presence and going into the workplace, I think is very important. Um, and it's not something that I think we should harp on a lot. But unfortunately, you know, employers nowadays, they really look at that kind of thing. So,
0: And that is a whole convo that I, I do want to have at some point there. Um, like I said, it, it won't be today, but it's just, you know, what I've been... Kind uh, of listening, reading, kind of hearing about, and believe it or not, it all kind of ties into that mental health thing at some point. I feel like people just, you know, it's mental health can be so broad. So um, at, at some point, I do want to kind of harp on that and, you know, kind of
1: talk about that and things of that sort.
0: But uh, other news, did your wife hear the podcast?
1: She actually is going to listen to it. I think she was going to plan on listening to it today. Yeah, um,
0: so she's behind already.
1: Yeah, she's definitely behind. But you know, she's got a lot going on. That's she's right. She's not sleeping well at night. She's uh-huh. definitely having a tough time now. I think any woman who's been pregnant and has had a baby understands that that last you know couple weeks is probably like the most miserable of the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, over emotional, over tired, over exhausted. Mm-hmm. Not sleeping well, feet are swelling, hands are swelling. I mean, she looks like a little sausage, honestly. But
0: <laughs> and she has such little hand and feet nice. <laughs> It's funny, but like, I feel really bad. Has.
1: Matter of fact, we were at work yesterday. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Allie actually works with us at Dr. Horton. Um, but we were at work yesterday, and one of her rings got caught on her hand, and she couldn't get it off because her hands had swelled up. She couldn't get past the knuckle. Uh, so Rebecca, who's one of our coworkers, she was like, "Oh, we'll use butter." So she was in the uh, the is it the kitchen, the break room? Yeah. yeah, but she was in there like with butter, like all over her hands, like trying to get it off in the sink. Finally, it popped off. But it's just those little things that like you don't normally go through, right. but you know you feel kind of bad because she's struggling and she's just you know her body's not her own anymore, really. Well, I mean.
0: I hope I don't miss the birth, but I feel like I'm going to miss the birth with this timing. But I I mean, I hope you can hold off a couple more days for when I come back.
1: Yeah, I really wish we could actually be there uh, for the podcast seminar. I think that, I mean, it's super important and what you're doing and, you know, being down at Avalon Park. It's, you know, such a huge opportunity, but with how close and, we yeah, are. No, it's yeah. too close. And, you know, I think that kind of brings us into that that segue of the work-life balance. It's, yeah. you know, setting yourself up for what's important, but also making sure that you can handle everything financially, responsibly, and, you know, yeah. move forward in your career. Which, to be honest, you've done an excellent job with juggling so many different hats. And maybe talk a little bit about that on, you know, kind of how you, you've started a foundation from the ground up along with you know working a full-time job along with all of your different you know side opportunities or side hustles for whatever you want to call it but you know your secondary sources of income and how you manage all that on top of you know making sure that your relationship is stable you got two dogs so you know your dogs are good you know that's that's a lot to juggle for sure
0: uh it's i think it's more rough than anything but and I and I also feel like me as well as a as a person I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty hard on myself as it is um, just for kind of just really for anything I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist but I definitely just don't like error so I mean if I can avoid error and I sometimes it, it gets to the point for me for anything whether it be ideals or anything like that where I get so infatuated with the of. With the thought of the idea and the process that I get so infatuated with it that I just don't end up doing it because i like the like the thought of it is so amazing, and yeah, I'm gonna do this and that, and oh this has to be perfect and and then it drags on for days, weeks, months to where I just don't even you know uh make the idea or the product tangible, and it you know then i I'm left kind of suffering and internally where I'm like, man. I had this idea, kind of how what we, you, we we're just talking about at work, where we you know we're we're talking about um, you know, trying to muster up business, and you know, right now we're in kind of a weird climate when it comes to, you know, the uh, real estate market, and you know, it's just super high, and we're not gonna get into that convo too deep, but we're just trying to figure out, you know, kind of where to pull from, and yeah. now I'm I'm kind of left in a weird conundrum where it's just like. You know, so much backlog, right? You know, decent backlog. You know, could I take the rest of the year off? I could, you know, but it's just like that thrill to, to kind of want to be better. And I always seem to put more stress on myself when it comes to people, not necessarily the depending on me, but where I you know, think okay, I've done this much, I know for a fact I can do this much more. So if I don't do it, it's you know, somebody gonna yell at me or get mad at me. No, but I have this sort of internal, man, you sort of failed there. And that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. Even you know, today I didn't really want to do the podcast, but again, the room is set up, everything is set up, so if I can't just come home and talk, you know, now it's like lackluster, okay. Then and like I said, you know, how I even sort of transitioned back to the gym now going in the morning. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day that I went in the morning again. And it got to a point where I was going afterward. But, you know, we got to work 5, 5.30, you know, 30, 40 minute drive home to then come home, change really quickly, drive 25 minutes to the gym, spend an hour minimum there to then have to drive back. Once I shower and eat, it's about 9.30 and, you know... I have no time, and this is that work-life balance. I have no time to spend with my significant other, with the dogs, things like, excuse me, things like that. Um, so, balance-wise, me losing three hours of sleep makes more sense efficiently for me to where I can wake up at five in the morning, go to the gym. I leave the gym at you know seven thirty, and I've and I've already. Accomplish that one major thing That's a huge thing for me That really helps with my mental health Mm -hmm. So okay I can now get my day started Okay well it's 9am I'm at work I've already been to the gym Knock that out I've already had my first meal Knock that out meditated prayed all these different things i've already sort of uh accomplished that and it's kind of giving me that boost to kind of keep going whereas before you know i might be waking up 30 minutes prior to work get dressed go to work and i'm kind of dragging out work already and and i'm just telling you that's why it kind of changes your whole perception of your day Mm -hmm. your perception and it can affect boy it affects me mentally how i sort of think now like i'm sad or i'm depressed but it's just I'll go through a day, and again, not every day is when you're making sales, and you know, in my line of work, you don't make a sale, you don't get paid. So I'm waking up you know thirty minutes before work, I go drive to a job, I don't make a sale, and I drive home, and I'm in the car. What did I accomplish today? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so that mental like to to kind of tie it back up, it's mentally draining for me to where you have a week like like I've had you know seven, eight, nine, ten days with no sales. You know, if I don't come home and at least go to the gym, I, I'm I'm a failure. Yeah. I'm a loser. So, you know, it's 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 kind of rough in that aspect there for me. But again, finding that work life balance, and you know, you and I were going to the gym in the morning for what two, three, three months?
1: Yeah, at least three months.
0: Right. So we got into, and again, I love waking up in the morning early. Like I'm a I'm a morning person.
1: Yeah, but then by the time you get home, you're just you're just shot. So, and fried, so. there's
0: that again, you you gotta find that balance to where okay, if I can at least come home and stay up till eight nine nine thirty mm-hmm. then go to sleep, you know hang out with my significant other the dogs, you know eat eat dinner, watch some TV, you know, play outside with them, if I can still have that big you know prior there as soon as I was coming home, going to sleep at seven p m yeah. you know that's not fair to them you know they, they haven't seen me all day, so it's that push and pull kind of method to where I've now done both
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's gonna work for me? and officially me losing that sleep getting my day started at the crack okay <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> at the crack, crack of dawn <laughs> yeah and you know what um it's always tough to find your schedule and to find what works for you every day throws a different curveball and i don't think anybody's going to have a set schedule at set day but kind of going into the work aspect you touched on a little um a little a couple things actually but some things to really focus and to point out, you know, everybody goes through a tough time at their job. And if you're not, then you're probably not working hard enough. You know, let's be honest. If your every day is like, I know what I'm going to do today, and I know the schedule, and I know what time I'm going to get off, you either need to push yourself a little harder, and this is a personal opinion. I'm not saying, you know, to, this, to anybody to down them, but either push yourself a little harder or find more things to do so that you can learn your full scope. Now, a caveat to that is everyone who wants to be successful probably puts more pressure on themselves than the job actually puts on them. So finding that balance at work and understanding how far to push yourself without overexhausting or getting burnt out at your job, I think is super important. Um, it took me a while to really learn how to do that and to, you know. Leave the things that you can't control at work and not bring them home with you. Or when the day hits 5 o'clock, and unless it's like a super, you know, deadline crunch that you have to get in, that it's mandatory to get in so that you can be successful after your job, you have tomorrow. And I guarantee you, you will find the time tomorrow, whether it not be taking lunch or whether it's get in a little earlier the next day, you got to be able to leave the things at work at work. And for those of you who work at home, take those mental breaks to where you, you get off the screen time. You go and take a walk. You go to the kitchen, make yourself a sandwich, whatever the case is. It's very, very easy to get caught behind the screen if you're you know, working a computer job or anything, IT or anything in the office really or on the phone. To, just to sit there for eight hours a day and stare at that screen the entire time. You might not know that you're exhausted, but by the time you finish all that and if you go past that eight hours... You are really mentally draining yourself. I talked to my wife a little bit about it because um, she's a uh, AP manager, so she handles all the accounts payable. Um, you know, handles all the vendors and does Only different check, things like yeah. that. Yep. Um, But there's times where like they can't get all of their work done, and so she has to go home and stay there till like seven, eight o'clock at night yeah. after finishing. You know, a nine to, or eight to five really, and doing all of that because you know they're hiring more people, trying to get more help, but. I'm like, babe, at a certain point, you just have to let it go. He's all, Yeah, he's off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you have to ease up, let it go, because number one, you have a whole nother thing going on with, right. you know, trying to... Inside your body. Exactly.
0: Have you ever seen Stranger Things? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a demogorgon inside your <laughs> body.
1: I'm not going to refer to my child as a demigorgon, but... You have to take those mental breaks, or even if like you have to go back to it, yeah. take us take take an hour. You know, take an hour. Let's walk outside. Let's walk the dogs. Let's do something like that. So, I, my main point here is making sure that you can leave your stresses and all the things that you have going on at work at work, and don't bring it home with you. Don't bring it to your significant other. If you had a terrible day and yeah. exhausted, don't take that out on your significant other. Don't take that out on yourself. Like, you have a bad day at work. Everybody has a bad day at work. It's what do you do the next day to be better? What do you do the next day to get caught up? And how do you balance where you're not taking everything home and trying to complete everything all at one time? And if you're getting that much pressure at your job, they either need to hire more people, you either need more training, because maybe you're not as efficient as you should be at the job, or there's just too much to do. And if any of those three things, go and talk to somebody recognizing those items and talking to your superior and letting them know the challenges that you're having, it's not a weak point. If anything, it makes you stronger because you've identified what the issues are. You've identified the problems and maybe they can find a way to help you out with it. It's not all on you. You know, every employer, every company, there's a hierarchy structure for a reason because unless you're at the very, very top and have to figure everything out and even those guys have help, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to reach out and be like, Hey, I need help here, here, and here. And identify those problems of what's taking you longer, figure out solutions, and try to help yourself along the way.
0: I mean, that was a gem all in itself. <laughs> but, um, you know, aside from that and what you said, you know, it all made sense. But specifically to my situation where I can't just really leave it at the job because you know my job is a uh, essentially a twenty four seven, and when I first started, my work life balance poop. I was horrible at not time management, but I was horrible at just kind of you know turning it on and off. Source people because I'm just looking for that sale. You know if a if a buyer is texting me at nine p.m., I'm answering the phone. You know, some will say that's what makes you a better sales agent. Yeah. Some will say this is a corporate job. Separate yourself. You know because they'll up and just change you over, right? Work life balance, but and I've gotten definitely a lot better at that. Where you know, after a certain time, okay, like for sure, now after 7 p.m., man, I'm not answering the phone about something for irrigation, you know, roofing. This can wait until tomorrow morning. No,
1: of course. And I mean, when you first started too, and any job in sales, like you said, you have to make sales in order to get paid. So at the very start, you know, rightfully so, you might not have had a work life balance because you needed to work. And in order to support yourself and get to that point to where, okay, now I can manage my time and say, if I don't want to work on Sunday, I cannot work on Sunday and I'm fine because I'm financially stable to do so. I'm not saying, you know, leave it all at the job if, you know, you have things to do in order to get, in order to feed yourself really. Yeah, then absolutely. But I think you're at the point now where... Yeah, you can say my phone goes off at seven o'clock. Everything else can wait till tomorrow. Yeah. And I think in any sales job, I might well, I have a sales background myself. So yeah, I understand the fact of like, I need to be at the office every single day. Right. But then I also know to that same extent, if I'm working Monday through Sunday, trying to make sure that I go in and get sales, get sales, get sales, it is very easy to burn yourself out and you're not going to like your job anymore, regardless of how much money you're going to make or regardless of how well you're doing. Yeah, you can move up the corporate ladder, but by the time that you get up that ladder, you're so spent that you literally just wasted years of your life because you Looking didn't enjoy. Home, yeah, and you, I mean, you didn't enjoy anything after that. You didn't that. have the
0: memories and yeah. things like that. And,
1: and I, I think it's super important to make sure that you have that social life, have the, those things outside of work because companies, I mean, you're an ex, you know an expendable person, regardless of what you'd like to think. That's a fact. Every every person that works for a company is expendable, unless it's your own company. You're expendable. So say something happens at work, you know, God forbid, and you get fired or you get let go or there's a recession and, you know, they're starting to cut people. If your whole life was work, then what do you have? You know, if you don't have that family support, if you've literally cut everybody out of your life because you want to be so successful at your job, where do you go from there if you don't have that job anymore? How did you help yourself outside that company to better yourself to either get to that next company or in that next stage of life? So
0: And I'm kinda in those crossroads, crossroads, sort of speak, where my issue is with everything that I do at some point. I have this I mean, obviously everybody wants to grow, but I have this edge of, okay, I've stagged, which maybe it's not even the case, but I've stagged, you know, stagnant. I need to shoot up and do something to really just kind of boost me to that next, you know, two, three tiers. That's kind of where I'm at right now to the point where I'm just, something has to change, you know. And, and I'll admit, there's days that I've gone to work where, you know, maybe I didn't, you know, really put my full all into it, right? You know, we had those days where we're kind of having all this and things like that, but things like that. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to stop saying that, but uh, we had those days where we're not maybe our 100% sales and we're just kind of, quote unquote, existing at the job because we just kind of, you know, we just kind of got to be there and I don't want to do that and I don't want to lose the sort of love and obviously my job is great because it's not the same but it's also really bad because every day is not the same, right? So that's kind of a gift and a curse there when it sort of comes to that and I think just now I'm at a sort of crossroads where I'm just trying to figure out not what's next for me but what is next for me in my line of work to where I can really kind of boost and really kind of
1: no yeah and for sure i mean right now i think this is your time with everything being slow and i mean this isn't just you this is an everybody thing this is your time to like set yourself apart by going the extra mile and figuring out ideas and you know giving solutions to the problem versus just kind of sitting and waiting for everything to pick up again this is the time where those people who really want to skyrocket and move to that next level they're you know having their brains turning and you know trying to figure out solutions and you know sharing ideas with their coworkers and I think that's what's going to set yourself apart more than anything it's not so much of how many sales can I get while everybody else is slump it's how can I help the entire region how can I help the entire company get out of this slump and not just help myself and I think if you and you have ideas you know you have the ability to create and to be creative and to help other people. I mean, we've seen it with Project Think Forward. I mean, it's a great example, but taking that into your other line of work, I think this is the time now to set yourself apart by offering those solutions and trying to find different ideas and getting creative with how you might be able to, you know, secure buyers or how you might be able to help coworkers across sale, whatever the case may be, but it's definitely a good time for that right now for you.
0: And that's why I'm also kind of saying is I've also noticed when my back is sort of, quote, unquote, against the wall, which right now it's not against the wall. But I'm just trying to give an example of how my brain works, where I feel I'm back into a corner. That's when my juices just start flowing. And I mean, today, I will tell you, I came home on the drive. I was just kind of, you know, kind of over it. But man, when I walked in that door and I was outside in the backyard, I said, man, I got half a mind to go into the corporate office tomorrow to the big bosses and just come with this crazy plan to kind of shift us, right? Where do I get off thinking that? But that's just how my brain is kind of functioning, and that's me trying to, you know, that's me trying to use my negative emotions in a in a positive manner to where I'm just like, and you know, sales is just so negative and just, not negative, but sales is just so, it's just just so solo right like, Yeah, you know, I mean, it's
1: it's emotionally taxing when you're not making sales when you're not doing what you think that you can do right it takes a toll on you when you sit in some of those sales offices for days on, on days and there's nothing going on you're dead I mean you, you literally there's no reason to come to work and right. that's like a it's an emotional and mental feeling why am I here I could be doing X Y and Z other things but hey maybe that's the maybe that's what you do I mean in in times of despair Leaders step up.
0: Yeah, well, and and that's kind of how I'm feeling. But caveat, and I, and I, I'm literally just talking to you through my emotions. Uh, caveat to that is where I come home and I say, "Man, I feel like I can do X, Y, and Z for this huge corporate team that we." And I mean, this is amazing because I'm I'm talking about a real life example. Like, this is like, le- yeah, it, this is like legitimately how I feel about this current life scenario happening right now where I'm just like New pawn, you know, and I had these great ideas for the whole team, not for me because if, if the team thrives, then we all thrive, right? It might not be me getting 300 sales in a fiscal year, but if I could sprinkle everybody getting 15, 10, you know, 10, 10, 10, 10 extra sales in the cumulative, we get an extra 200 sales. You know, that's what I'm looking for as a team effort. The caveat to that is, is, as I say, who am I? I'm the new guy. It's just like, I don't have the experience type of thing. You can't think like that. And And, you're right there. Yeah.
1: And I get, I get your point because when you first go into a new company, no matter where you are, no matter where you go, you want to get your groundings first. You might have a ton of ideas to make everything more successful, but you don't want to step on toes. toes. And even though those toes may need to be stepped on eventually, You want to get your grounding. You want to understand the job, the environment, what you need to do, who you need to talk to, what's the right person to go to without skipping that rank. Um, And that's kind of like a military term. Like, I'm not going to go talk to my commander without talking to my first section leader or my first sergeant and identify, hey, there's a problem. I'm not going to skip all those steps. So, I mean, it is important to have your grounding. But you've been here long enough. You know what's going on at your specific location. You have, um, I think, a, a great rapport with everybody at the corporate yeah, office. So that's my leg up there. Yeah, you know. I would go. I would go and talk, sit down, and be like, "Hey, like, let's let's hammer out some ideas." Like, I'm here to give you what I'm seeing day to day, and I think that'll be huge. I think that's something that'll be very respected, and that a lot of sales agents are not going to do because either they don't care enough, they only care about their money. sales, yeah. their money, and or they're just fearful to take that next step, and I' met the ones that do the ones that are actually in those offices and talking and you know brain flowing and changing and exchanging ideas. Those are the ones that make it further for sure,
0: and I have to also say i I feel that I only feel this way because of how the higher ups have made the environment for me they've they've made it feel like such an open you know space towards hey you know, we just implemented this. What do you think about it? And, you know, at a typical corporate job, it'd be, well, I'm just a, you know, I'm just low-level tier, you know, front front desk, you know what I mean? Like, you
1: feel like a pawn.
0: Right, almost like a pawn in this big, you know, big major league chess game. Yeah, I'm just clicking a check, 401k, you know, vision, cool. PPO is awesome, love it. But here, it's, you know, and that's... And you I, feel
1: like you're a part of the success and a part right, of the operation. And,
0: I mean, to, to avoid sounding like a... You know, Disney Channel movie, you know, on a Friday night, you know, Max Max Keebles Big Move, like, to, to avoid something like that, because I legitimately got it when I walked in the house. You know, I was in the backyard, and I was just like, dang, man, I can do, and just wheels just started turning, you know, going, 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 and I'm just thinking, you know, obviously... Has to kind of start from within first, you know, and and it has to kind of come first. And I have to kind of implement and show that this works. And again, what is it? I I couldn't even tell you yet, but I but just know that I'm hatching something. And you know, when my wheels should turn, man, they turn and they, and and they turn, you know, fast. So you know, and I and I kind of want to talk about it on air, like <laughs> like like I I kind of want to sh- like just because it's so innovative, right? And I can honestly probably say that you and me are the youngest, right, in this in this division, do you think or no? Is there somebody there's younger a, than us?
1: There's a couple of young young bucks out there. I say young bucks because I'm a dad now, so yes. all of you guys are young to me. <laughs> That's awesome. This guy's great. But no, um, there's there's definitely some young players here. But I think But I mean like
0: in comparison to us, what one, two, maybe, maybe three, three years, maybe right? Yeah. And, but I'm saying in our same line because you know, no, yeah,
1: no, definitely. I'm saying
0: like yeah. your your title holds astronomical weight, right? You know, I'm always tossing that name around a little bit, right? No, a lot of bit, you know, light like, light like brag, you know, it's you know it's decent, decent enough, man. Uh, you should be proud of that, honestly. So. Aside from that, it's just young, fresh, youth, millennial. These are all buzzwords that I'm trying to use to say, right? They're so keen on fresh face, right? They're so keen on, you know, what's the next big thing? They're so progressive, right? And I've I've seen that from my time here. We need to take that innovative step of, for example... You know, we take payment via Venmo, right? Or like via Cash App, you know, like just things that are a lot more progressive. Just things that are, you know, if people of RH who are buying homes, you know, oh, can I just Venmo you?
1: Yeah, but if they can Venmo, they can use a, a right? debit card. But I'm
0: saying though.
1: So what do you want? Like, I'm just buy s- a house in Bitcoin? I'm just <laughs> somebody try to do that
0: with a partner of mine, actually. Really? Yeah. But try to buy the
1: house in Bitcoin.
0: That's another thing, is what I'm trying to tell you is, you know, I'm not saying as far as that because, you know, per FDIC rule, blah, blah. I'm not I'm not saying that, but I'm just trying to say innovation, you know. Why don't we have our own division TikTok? You
1: know? Uh, yeah.
0: Why don't we spearhead that, right?
1: Why don't you I, spearhead it?
0: But even on the but I'm thinking even on the B2R side, right? I'm I'm thinking even on the yeah, we got this, this, and this. And so I'm I'm not gonna go too into that because I obviously we have a conversation, but we have this, this and this coming up, our comedic relief, you know, our our puns, you know, friendly faces. Boom. Hey, you can't afford a house? We'll rent one of our houses until you can afford a house and flip over and buy a house. That that that's the approach I've been thinking of taking, right?
1: Yeah. And you can spearhead that, but you just gotta go through the proper channels. Man, we won't get into the whole like what we're gonna do at right. work and talk about all these different these, socials. Yeah, yeah, you know, but so I'm yeah. I'm gonna
0: protect my energy here. Yeah, I feel that. Extent. But hey,
1: we'll we'll talk all, offline about some of those things <laughs> for sure.
0: And I mean, you know, I've been watching, man. I've been watching other other corporate divisions, not even just our job. I've I've been watching other corporate divisions and man, people that we went, went to school with, you know, four or five year degrees. Um, uh, one one uh, female. I I won't say her name to keep her anonymity. She does social media. You know, she does social media for the um Boy in the Magic. No
1: <laughs> I almost
0: dropped the name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, uh, yeah, actually, like, and she's with Bo a lot too. Yeah, so really, yeah, all the time. So,
0: about Bo, man. Bo he's a legend.
1: But. I mean, you're right, and I think and she
0: sat next to me in class. Yeah, and she used to play basketball, all stuff. I never saw you, but that's that millennial. So, dude, you you know me with interwebs, no. and I'm not that heavy any longer. But you have to understand that my literal job used to be interwebs. I used to make all of my financials via the interwebs. You know, via Instagram, via Twitter. You know, all these places. <laughs> I made a lot of money, you know. Yeah, on these, you and know. you know
1: what? COVID, I think, changed a lot of that. I don't, I don't want to say for the better or worse, but people relied heavily on their social media accounts as a source of income because that's all they could do. Yeah. And yes. I think no one's really gotten away from that. So if they haven't gotten away from it and it's still a, a valid source of income, why not use it? Why not get to millions and millions of views for this specific division? Make somebody want to come to Pensacola to, just to buy a house from this TikTok oh, star.
0: I saw you on thing or I saw you over here.
1: Or Yeah. Seriously. And I I know a person over in Pensacola. Hey, here's a here's a lead. And I mean you're getting them nationwide. And Pensacola, believe it or not, is a tertiary market. And for those of you that, you know, don't understand real estate markets, it's one of those markets that isn't a main source, but people will move here either to retire, to get away, but now it's kind of growing. It's kind of shifting into a primary market because we're getting so many people moving from out of states, out of country, and it's not really locals moving from, you know, one city to the next or one town over. It's influxes of people coming out of states. So, you know, the state of Florida is always growing and we got all of these people moving down from New York. Stop it. Stay in New York. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is I mean, nuts. We, we just have a lot of people moving in. can, Yeah, California, Texas. If we can capture those leads before they get here because of our social media, it takes a little bit off your plate. Adds more to your plate but takes it off at the same time because you don't have to worry about where your lead's coming.
0: All right, hot take approach. Do we A, just... Go out on a limb, do it ourselves here. Don't say anything, right? Do it ourselves organically or approach the higher up. Say, hey, this is what we're going to plan on doing. What do you guys think? Or just,
1: or take the. I would do a little combination of both. You start it, you get the branding, make sure everything is accurate. Talk with our marketing team. And then once everything is started, get the ball rolling. Then say, hey, here you go. Look at this! We should be doing this everywhere. Everybody should have access to this page.
0: What I'm saying, dude. I'm just, and it, this is why it's perfect for me and you because you're on the you're on this side. I'm on this side, and we can co- coincide. You know, how many people can afford a house? Thirty percent. How many can't? Seventy percent. We can, we can feed and adjust to both markets, in the same area. Yeah. Ten, fifteen minutes away. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Live here for, you know, a year and a half, two years. Get your um, credit right. Get your, you know, everything right. Yeah. Build that rapport from the foundation, that strong foundation, gets you up to where when they go to a for sale house, it's the same exact. Oh, I've been renting this house for two years. It's just same as like home. You see, you see what I'm saying though. So then my next thought is, how come nobody's done this yet?
1: I mean it's it's been done and it just hasn't been done through the sources that you would want to do it through. TikTok isn't a main social media source that renting apartments use or real estate people use and it's yet yet. And it's because a lot of people don't understand the analytics behind it. You know, there's no way to track your lead sources or there's no way to track your views or to see if you're doing different things organically if they're seeing it from yeah, TikTok sure. and then going to a property website. So I just think there's no way of like actually tracking it versus like Facebook or apartment list or Zillow or your outside realtors. You know where all of those leads are coming from. So but like I said, this is the time to get innovative. This is the time to use TikTok and I'm I'm assuming TikTok is going to be your main source right now cuz I mean we already to. use Instagram and we already post yeah. all those different things, nice. but
0: Facebook too. Yeah. I mean just think about young and these are you know, I'm I'm using buzzwords here, man. These are young. Yeah. Millennial. I don't think we should air this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> work life balance has been shot. We have talked nothing about like only about work. <laughs>
0: But there's that passion
1: there. It is. It's a passion. There's that passion. You have to be passionate about your job, and don't. I don't want anybody to say if you love your job, you'll never work another like a, a day in your life. That's a lie. Like <laughs> I love my job, but I still have to go to work. <laughs> Just be passionate about what you do. Be passionate about the things that you're interested in, and stop working for people. If you can, take that step and work for yourself. It's the age to do it.
0: Uh, I mean. Telling me to quit?
1: I'm not. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to send me a no? But you know what though? I, I mean, we've talked a lot about different things that we can do outside of work together, so that maybe one day we don't have to work a nine to five job, or we don't have to depend on somebody else's schedule or anything along those lines. So find something that you're passionate about. See if you can turn it into a business, and then maybe yeah, you won't work another day in your life because everybody'll be working for you.
0: I'm passionate about people. I love people.
1: Was that scripted? (laughs) Did we have that written on a wall somewhere?
0: (laughs) I mean, that those are the facts. That that's how I like honestly, genuinely feel is and that's why, you know, I've kind of I think I've almost kind of hindered myself because, you know, I've taken that social media break for so long to where your social media used to be popping. Part of me feels like part of me feels like I've spent so much time away that I just, I just don't wanna, right, all up again, right? Like I just because I remember what I used to, you know, deal with comments and you know this, you know that was definitely a lifestyle, but it's taxing. I've, I've, but then it's now okay, it's taxing. But if I can use it in a lucrative standpoint,
1: I mean everything that you do that comes with success comes with a lot of tolls along the way, so.
0: And I'm not talking 417.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness, this guy. No, really, I think you should take the step. I think you should do it. You're good at it. You know, you have the creative juices. You're always finding something new, always finding a way to make people laugh. You're good in front of the camera. You're good in front of uh, people talking randomly. I think you're at a point right now where you can deal with possibly negative comments because we know they're going to come.
0: But we could do it.
1: We, uh,
0: we i'm can, not saying me i'm saying we
1: it's, it's definitely a we thing but i'm just saying you can start it i can be on it just like this podcast <laughs> season three I, I just got here
0: Dude, i got all the camera equipment I, I got the mics for i got it's just ugh. we hey
1: absolutely tips tricks and I'm not am a loss i know but you you're on the right path we're though. on the right path
0: but yeah, guys, just work-life balance is a huge thing, obviously.
1: <laughs> no, but you Listen, see, so we we definitely got off on a tangent on this podcast. No, but, but, so work-life but, balance is important, but, but
0: work though. So when I when I started this, you know, forty minutes ago, I wasn't re- like I, I wasn't really eager or excited to really kind of talk, but how we spoke about work, and I had that negative connotation. We spoke about different things, and we just kind of worked yeah. through it. Yeah. And
1: You work through it, you spin it, and it's easier when you're having a good time. It's easier to have those creative juices flowing yeah. when you're not miserable at your job. Yep. And like I said again, and I will, I will beat a dead horse with this, if you feel that your job is going nowhere, leave it point blank period and a lot of people may not agree with me on yeah. that but like if you feel like you can't go any higher at your current position and if it's not something that you're looking for then go ahead stay yeah work wherever you're working and just you know do your thing but
0: yeah. can't yeah. pay rent leave it <laughs> I'm
1: not saying that <laughs> at can't all couple gas in your car leave but it but there there are always opportunities out there especially right now believe it or not the workforce trying to find somebody to work at a a good paying job is a lot more difficult than you think, yeah. And employees, although some are expendable, a lot of them are kind of being brought on that aren't as expendable, but they're moving up so much faster because it's it's hard to find good people to work.
0: I just had that conversation with, with a buyer from California. He worked for the state, and he was saying how we have over you know seventy or eighty state jobs, and we cannot find people who want to work.
1: Yeah, and I, it's either good for everybody cuz they're working for themselves they're doing their thing or they're just not taking the step
0: what do you think this will correct itself
1: i think we're still in this post post pandy right? the, like the post covid kind of thing yeah like I where don't it's, it's like going to get back conundrum. to normal i mean
0: I, th- well this is the normal but i'm saying where it's
1: just kind of leveled itself out yeah
0: almost like a correction cuz you know we're 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 kind of seeing it in the stock market real estate market crypto market
1: well, there's going to be a crash before it corrects anything, and that's my personal opinion. I think there's always a a huge fall before everything kind of rises back up and levels itself out. It happens year after year. We've, I mean, two thousand eight, we saw it then. I didn't know anything. I didn't know yeah, what was, it was happening. But doing I the research, eight. yeah, yeah that, like things like that happen. So I really don't know if it's ever going to get back to normal, though. And I'm going to tell you, I think it's because of social media. People are making so much money I mean, on social I media that they don't have to pick up a normal job. Like If you find a niche on social media and you're good at it and you're getting views, you're getting paid for every single post. Why am I going to go work at a, a job? That We're talking about the guy at Marble Slab. Remember him? He just opened up his own ice cream shop.
0: Like opened up his him.
1: own ice cream shop. That's one more person less in... A couple more people that have to go work for him than uh, you know a normal company.
0: Yeah, they're in the now. They are in the now. It's affecting them obviously, and they haven't felt the effects yet because time hasn't gone by. But I mean, it's neither here nor there. But you're right. People kind of forget, and I've had to had that conversation where I say, you know, I might be getting paid, but what is it worth? Mm, perfect example. Then with a buy, we just had Scavo. dealing with a buyer angry by, her. you know, people are upset sometimes, things happen, but, you know, being vulgar with me and, you know, just, just just being very rude with me and it's just, you know, I was telling my girlfriend, I say, you know, at, at some point I have to put my foot down like, yeah, this is a huge payday, but at what cost internally to me, you know, if I'm getting paid 10 grand or, you know, 12 grand, but I'm being belittled and I'm being, you know, verbally abused, What's the real cause to that? To me, mentally, you, you have know? to know
1: how much you can take. And there's well,
0: not even how much I can take because I'm a you know I'm a steel nail, but it's just a matter of at some point I have to draw a line and say I'm a human being, yeah, and it's, it's not, not worth it it's anymore. not worth the money, yeah. And people, especially millennials our age, we have that problem where it's always worth the money,
1: yeah, you know? and it's it's scary. You're, you're really in a happy mood. You know what? I am happy, man. It's it's been a really great day. It's been a really great week. i um, getting closer to the birth of my child, so I'm just excited about that. Work is great. Life is great. Things are balanced. And Work I, life balance.
0: And, and I read a meme too the other day, and I keep playing this song because you know I'm really big on music, and this song really just gives me a good feeling. Matter of fact, let's take a second to just kind of hear it. I actually found it on TikTok. Actually, that shit is hard. Shout out to Dylan too, man. He's uh, fresh on the TikTok. Shout out my boy Dylan.
1: But um, you may not be able to find his username though, because it could be like Cheddar Bob. It could be like yeah. Afro Jack. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, DC Young Fly. I don't know.
0: What I was saying was, uh, I what's my point. But we were talking about. um Is it worth it? Is it worth it, right? Is it is it worth it? And that's the thing, that's why it's an opinion. Is it worth it? It's if it's worth it to you, it's worth it to you. But I'm having those convos every day now where I'm just like Is it worth it? You know, Let it like I'm it. I'm I'm going back and forth with myself where it's perfect example, it's, you know, eleven thirty PM. I'm 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 asleep, you know, but I got a buyer who wants this information, but you know, this and that. Can they wait till tomorrow? Are they eager, you know?
1: Thing everything in today's age is I want it right now, but until you set yourself pain. apart and be like, no, you don't get it right now. You'll get it when I give it to you. And I'm not saying slack off and do it three days later, but yeah. like in a reasonable time. Like if they want it right now, okay, wake up at seven o'clock and get it to them. Yeah, but eleven o'clock at night, what are you going to do with that information anyway? dream about, eight eight <laughs> like, dream eight eight about it, like literally dream about it. What do you like take it to the bar and go talk to somebody about the Like the house that you just bought. It's ridiculous. There's things that need to happen right now. And there's things that people need to understand. Hey, this can wait. And the sooner you find that, the sooner you realize what needs to be right now and what can wait till tomorrow. I think the better off everybody will be.
0: Change is coming. I can feel that change is coming. Winter is coming. Change is coming. Winter is coming. Change is coming. This was a kind of a mental uplift I needed. Yeah. And sometimes... I be stressed through the week, man. Hey. I just be... I, I feel that. And, and I stress myself out. And I mean... It just hasn't been one of those weeks for me. Right. And I feel like your your job is a lot more taxing than my job is for the most part. It can be,
1: but it's not always. I mean, you're you, were, you were definitely just golfing today on a, on a Thursday. Where <laughs> That is neither here nor there. I finished everything I had to do for my day. That's right. At four thirty.
0: And I can respect that.
1: And I have the ability to leave at four thirty and you know, play nine holes of golf. It is what it is.
0: When are we gonna go play
1: golf? Whatever you want. Actually this weekend we could. Matter of fact. Actually we could this weekend. Yeah, we need to do that. I got an extra set of clubs in the car.
0: Guys, right, make sure you guys hit us up at Project Think Ford one and project and think send all your questions. All that kind of stuff. Uh, we love talking to you guys. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, work life balance. You know, more so, like I told you, it's, it's going to be more free form combos. And I feel it's, it's, it's a different kind of comfortability. Project A4
1: podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm your co host, Kate D. I'm
0: your host, Abel Janelle, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram and at the podcast seminar next week.